You are listening to Exploring the Seasons of Life podcast. I'm your host, Cindy McMillan. Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to the show. I'm so excited about today's interview. Today's guest is Michelle Kennett. She is a life coach supporting women who are ready to create a life they love in a new season so they feel aligned with their purpose and are able to live guilt-free in becoming the person she wishes to be. This podcast is for women with a big heart on a spiritual journey who are ready to lead healthier and happier lives and improve their emotional well-being. I interview coaches, spiritual explorers, and thought leaders from all walks of life about beginnings, endings, and the messy bits in between. Self-love, well-being, and mindset are at the heart of our conversations because once you change the inside, the outside will begin to change as well. In this season of the podcast, I'm inviting you to lean into well-being. Well-being takes into account the entire person, body, mind, heart, and spirit. It's feeling good and functioning well. It's experiencing positive emotions such as contentment and gratitude. It's developing your potential, having a sense of purpose, and experiencing close relationships. Now, help me welcome my guest, Michelle. Welcome to the podcast, Michelle. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here to speak to you today. I have really been looking forward to our conversation. And before we get into your story and your journey, I would really love to hear your take on what does exploring the seasons of life mean to you personally or in your business? Mm, yeah, um, that's a really great, great question. Um, I was thinking about that as I was um, exploring your podcast and listening to that and what does that mean, stepping into new seasons and exploring that? And to me, it means to let go of the rigid rules and um, requirements that life puts on us and being able to fully embrace who we are, stepping into something new, because as life always is changing, Um, It's time for us to recognize that it's always a a new beginning that is coming our way that we get to embrace. And oftentimes the things that we see as ending, it can be sad. It can be something we don't want to let go of. But there's something beautiful that is always beginning when we see something come to a close. I love that. And I love that you talked about letting go of um, like rigid rules mm-hmm. and embracing our new beginnings. Ah, that's beautiful. And how does that play out in your in your business life? Mm. Well, it's specifically in helping other women transition into becoming who they are meant to become, who they want to become 
who they can envision themselves to become. And the reason oftentimes that they can't step into that is because they are fitting a mold that has been built up around them and they have lived a life that has come to them and they've just accepted it instead of fighting against that and um, controlling life instead of letting it control themselves. And uh, being able to um, feel the freedom of breaking free from all of those rules that we've put on ourselves most of the time that comes, it can come from, you know, our past, our, our childhood or our spiritual setting at churches um, that we grow up in and, and the things that we've been taught. It's the mindset that we have and the thoughts that we have been telling ourselves, our stories that have been we've been telling ourselves over and over that continue to keep us on the same path. And uh, being able to uh, just let go of all of that and become more fluid in, um, it really comes from a heart of understanding who we are, but just serving and loving those around us in a beautiful way. Your business sounds wonderful in just that you're able to help women as they as they encounter each new season and just helping them flourish. Yeah, it's very exciting. It's very fulfilling. And that's what we're all looking for in life is that the sense of that we understand what it is that we're supposed to do in this season where we are, it's being present, it's understanding um, who we are and how we can serve, how we can contribute the most and finding that fulfillment in doing that. So can you go ahead and just go into your origin story, so to speak, and what happened as far as, as, you know, what prepared your path to helping women through the various seasons that they're in? Sure. I would love to tell my story. I, I love to um, talk about um, my story and even others' stories as being uh, just the true hero in our own story. And I think that that's, we, we should all be able to embrace um, our ability and our power in that. And that's really what it is, is finding your power. Um, I am a, a homeschool mom of six. I have three grown and um, I I homeschooled, I have homeschooled for 20 years. And so I had a lot of years that I had littles and I was stay at the home mom and my days were filled with cooking meals and doing laundry and walking over messes and changing diapers. <laughs> um, the, and, you know, during that time in my life, I, you know, I had seasons that were very hard. And in probably the hardest parts of those seasons, I always found myself seeking something higher, seeking something better, always going and asking um, the Lord what it is that He has for me during this time. And oftentimes I felt like it was not... It, it was something that wasn't um, enough. Like I wasn't doing enough because I was tied to home and family. And um, I always wanted to do more. And I would always come to the point of knowing that God has me exactly where I'm at. And um, being able to really tap into that and being present in the moment. But I always 
spent time in growing myself as well in all areas of life. And um, through, and so grateful that I did choose to do that. I always made sure that I had mentors, I had people to look up to, I had people to just help me reflect where I am at and where I wanted to be going. And for many years, my focus was only um, on leading my children well and understanding that if I wanted to lead them well, I had to be equipped and I couldn't give them what I didn't have. So I oft, I would spend a lot of time um, filling myself in ways that I felt was necessary for that season. A few years ago, about four years ago, life changed. It took a dramatic change after 19 years of marriage. I went through a divorce and uh, that was a very difficult season. In the years previous to this, I kind of had, I had lost my sense of dreaming. I didn't, I just felt like my, my life had been all focused on being the mom and I couldn't envision myself doing anything different. But there were times when I would lead in church and, and in small groups where I had a passion for empowering other women to become the best of who God has intended them to be. And understanding that that takes work and it takes being very intentional. And when I went through this divorce, it was a very difficult time for me because I felt like that the 20 years that I had spent raising my children um, didn't equip me for what I needed to now become, which was going to be a single mom and providing for my family and just a whole new level of life that I had not ever experienced. I had finished college. I had a degree um, in finance, but at this point, 20 years down the road, that was irrelevant in my life. It was just a very hard place to be. And oftentimes, or for the longest time, I felt like that divorce was my story, but it really wasn't my story. Now looking back, and it wasn't just now recent, but over the last probably year, I've recognized that divorce wasn't my story. My story was me becoming who I was in, intended to be and the process and the steps that it took. And um, I remember years ago uh, when my grown children were little and God placing on my heart a vision to help inspire women to um, go to become, like I said uh, earlier, to become who it is that they are created to be and to have the, um, the boldness and the courage to step out in a powerful way. And at that time, it seemed like it didn't relate to me. It didn't relate to my life. I didn't understand why I was so empowered by empowering other women. Uh, but now that I'm on the other side of this transition and still on this journey, I had to go through this myself in order to take women, to figure out the steps and figure out how to get there and to take women to the other side of this. And that's what, how my story relates to women as they are on this journey and finding themselves in new seasons and feeling lost and uh, maybe even feeling like they have nothing to contribute or that they don't have time to 
to recreate their lives or to rebuild their lives. Um, And I'm here to say that that is not true. We all have time to become the person that God really has intended us to be. Um, It just takes starting now, starting today and stepping into that. Um, So very grateful for my journey. Um, You know, when we come to a point where we can look back and we can see how everything works for us and prepares us for what we're called to do in this next season of life, um, we become grateful we really can embrace uh, the attitude, the spirit of gratitude. Um, And it's a beautiful thing to be able uh, to carry that. It's so much lighter than the heaviness of how life has done us wrong or how we wish it would have been something different. Um, And when when we're able to see uh, the beautiful things that unfold and what we can actually bring to others and help them. Your story is certainly inspiring, and I can see, you know, your passion on wanting to empower women to just like step into their um, their best selves. And I just have to ask this question because I had just had this conversation with someone um, earlier about the importance of acceptance and accepting where we are on that journey. You know, mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything that's right or wrong is just saying, you know, I'm, I'm, am where I am right now. And it's taken those next steps to, to move forward. Mm, yeah, that is such a great point. Um, and something actually last night, I, I talked about this uh, in a live and going through difficult situations. And um, I've had a lot of conversation lately with women uh, just regarding different difficult seasons of life, regardless of health or marriage or with their children and relationships. And I think that the starting point of moving through difficult situations is letting go of the resistance and letting go of the idea that it's not supposed to be this way or it's not supposed to happen to me because when there is no plan B, (laughs) when you're in a situation, you're in a situation, this is life. And we all struggle with the ups and downs. And I know oftentimes, especially growing up in a Christian home and in church and church and, um, being very spiritual, um, every, anytime that I would come up against a hard situation, I would think that, I had messed up or maybe I did something wrong. You know, I, I blamed myself for going through something, a hard time and, or felt like I wasn't enough or wasn't equipped or, you know, I had many ways of self, of self-sabotaging. But when I learned that, um, you know, and, and we're promised that, um, we are all going to go through trials in our lives. Um, and when we, are able to recognize the resistance that we're holding and letting that go and accepting where we are and giving ourselves grace. It is difficult. Life is hard. And when we give ourselves that grace to walk through it and um, to really understand how we feel about it, I think that's another thing is give yourself permission to feel everything that you feel about it. Um, 
that's okay. We're human. And all of those emotions come with it. And we have to be able to be okay with that and embrace that. But it's only when we get to that point that we can choose our next step. And we can choose whether or not we're going to continue to embrace the story that's serving us or not and move forward. And being able to let go of the resistance and let go of um, the things that we tell ourselves that we are a victim that cause us to be a victim, letting that go allows us to have the power in our lives to choose how we're going to move through it. And it doesn't mean that life is going to get easier in the moment, but it does mean that your focus now all of a sudden is on what's to come because this season will pass. There will be a new season ahead and the hard will pass. And when we start now and looking forward and choosing what it is that we're after, what outcome we want, then each day we get up and we walk through our day making decisions that will move us forward instead of allowing us to stay in um, the mindset of victimization or, um, how we're going through the hard time. Yes, we're going through it, but we're walking through it and it's building resistance and it is equipping us for what's to come. And in one year, are we going to look our lives are going to look different. And it's all about what are we going to commit to? Where are we going with this? What do we want the outcome to be? And what are we going to commit to to get to the other side of it? And I think that going through hard times is um it's what builds the resilience within us. You know, Michelle, I say a lot that good seasons don't last and bad seasons don't last. Mm-hmm. You know, they just come and go and ebb and flow. Yes, that is so true. And I, you know, being able to uh, really track and and be able to look back and and reflect on good and bad. Um, Oftentimes, the seasons that we are going through that are hard, um, there's always good within those seasons as well. And being able to recognize that is also something that gives us the energy that we need to propel ourselves forward. What's wrong is always available, but what's right is always available as well. And being able to, um, it's being able to simultaneously embrace the goodness and the bad of in life and be able to dance that dance and understand that um, they're still good. And that's what we're going to choose to focus on, even through the hard times. Mm, I love your message. Absolutely love it. And you may have already touched on these a little bit, but if we, and I know there's more than like three steps, three strategies, but if we could kind of just talk about some basic steps to becoming the person that, you know, we feel we're truly meant to be, what would you say to that? What would you say to to the woman who's coming to you and saying, I'm not where I want to be. I know there's more. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Um, well, that self-awareness is important. Coming to the point of really recognizing and owning that I'm that you're not where you want to be. And that's that's where I had to start myself in my own journey when I had felt like I had hit rock bottom. And um, it was that self-awareness that I could choose to not do anything, but I knew that there was something within me that needed to that I needed to explore, that I needed to allow to flourish. And um, it's so it's the self-awareness to begin with. That is, there's a gap there. It's not where you want to be and you want to be somewhere else. And once you recognize that, it has to start with worthiness. You have to explore this idea of worthiness and being enough. And when we do, when we step into the idea that we are worthy, it opens up so many avenues to be able to be able to um, release the past. We're able to restructure our stories that we have of the past um, and making peace of that. It gives us permission to uh, just be able to show up as our true self, being very authentic, that that deep level of you're enough means that everything that you've been through has formed you and created you in this present moment to be someone that the world needs. And that is, the, I think, the very most foundational step. We tend to lose ourselves in life, in um, hard times, whether it's divorce or difficulties with our parenting. Um, there's all, all of these things happen in our lives that become our identity. It, you know, we might look at ourselves like, well, we weren't really, we weren't good parents because this happened or we messed up or, you know, maybe we failed in our marriage or maybe, you know, the, the career didn't happen the way that it wanted, or I've lost, you know, and we, we tend to create stories in our minds that becomes our identity and that becomes our worthiness. And when those things come fall apart, when um, or well, going into looking at it from a different perspective, when we have our worthiness based on being the parent or being the spouse um, or in our careers, and something does not happen the way that we want it to happen or the way we expect, then we have a sense of worthiness that is not accurate. And being able to understand that regardless of our outside circumstances, we are enough. And that creates the foundation for moving forward and stepping into, I think, the second. I am um, a firm believer that one of the steps in this is being able to understand your purpose. And oftentimes we feel like purpose is something we need to go out there and find or we need to create and it's not. I feel like purpose is the action that we're taking after we understand who we truly are and and our worthiness to be able to show up in that way and be very authentic to who we are and our core values and then be able to 
show up and step into the world around us and start taking that action, start showing up and serving others. And that is finding your true purpose. Um, It's not waiting to figure it out. It's showing up and doing it and allowing it to unfold and being um, able to bring the highest contribution of yourself into the world and being understanding that is a huge part of becoming who you are intended to be and being fulfilled. And also, you know, when we get to that point of this understanding, the self-awareness, one of the things that I often run into is, but I can't do that, or I'm not equipped. And there's this gap. And when we feel like we're not equipped to do something, regardless of how big, when the, when the dream within us is big and it's bigger, it's always bigger than who we are right now. And then we shy away and we don't take action to move forward because we feel like we're ill-equipped for it. And being able to embrace that, understand what your calling is, and then being bold and courageous enough to step out and to have a strategy that takes you from point A to point B in becoming equipped to being the person that you're called to be, that creates a full circle of how we um, become fulfilled in our lives, how we take these dreams that are within us, and then we step into them. And it's about creating excellence in our lives. And that excellence is not perfection, which is Oftentimes, a thing that holds us back, it's fear of failing. It's, well, I can't do that yet. I don't know how to do this. It's, um, I can't do it well enough. And that keeps us from taking the action that we need to take. And excellence is not, it's not perfection. It's quality. And it's using your God-given gifts in a high level of quality to bring about the best, um, Uh, the best way to serve others and to serve yourself and to serve him in this life that he's given you. And um, those are the steps that I take. Uh, I I took myself through this in my journey of over of becoming who I wanted to become in this process of uh, now being a single mom. And um, this is the journey that I, the steps that I take other women as they're going through different seasons of their life. Um, It's, been uh, women who have raised their children and they kind of lost themselves in that season, but they've had this dream of being a writer and they want to write their books. Um, and, or, you know, they want, I had some women, they're ready to have a business and they are not confident. Um, they feel like it's maybe personality issues, but then we've discovered it's actually guilt and had to come through that. But it comes through, it, it brings down these walls of these limiting beliefs that hold us back. Um, but those are the, those are the key foundations of being able to get rid of those, uh, those limiting beliefs and really step into what's there for you in this life. I think one of the things that holds women back is, and you, and you talked about it and I believe in that second step is about, you don't have to, to do it perfect, but just show up and do it. Yes. Yes. Perfection is is the thing, I think one of the biggest things that um, we always want to compare ourselves to someone else that's doing it, that maybe has been doing it for a a lifetime or, you know, 20 years. 
10 years and we're just stepping out. We're just starting on our journey. And, you know, we have to remember that our race is not someone else's. And because you're bringing your the last 20 years into it, your journey, your path is different. Therefore, your purpose in, in who you're helping is different. It looks different than someone else. But the, o- the only thing that we can see sometimes is that someone else is doing it and doing it better. And we can't do it perfect. And we don't want to step out and take the risk of failing or messing up. I, I, I love that message because I don't, care how long we've been doing the work, we still need to hear that message. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and and anytime when we get into goal setting or reaching goals, um, wherever you're at and scaling in life, um, you're going to hit the same thing at the next level. You know, reaching your goal is not uh, the point of being done. When you actually reach a goal, the closer you get to that goal, that goal is not near as important because you've grown as a person and now you're having, you have new goals, you have larger goals. And then we come up against the same thing. These are goals now, new goals that are set and we aren't equipped for those. And we have to go through the same process. And it really is the action that builds the confidence to step out there and to and to really accomplish the things that we need to accomplish. Um, and so it is a mindset that has to be, you learn how to, how to um, control your mind in going through these cycles. And it's a cycle that never ends because you never reach it. You never really reach, you, you do reach goals, but those goals are replaced with a higher goal once you get there. And then you're starting all over again. I can use an example of this podcast um, to kind of paint a picture of what you're talking about. It's something that I had wanted to do for a very long time. And I was always reading about it and listening to podcasts about starting a podcast, reading blogs about starting a podcast, doing all those things. But it wasn't until I took the action to put my first one out there that I could say, oh, I've got a podcast and I'm actually doing it and not just talking about it. Yes. And that's exactly right. And that is so inspiring. And that's how anything works. Um, Same thing with me launching my business. It was the launch. I was not I did not feel equipped. I didn't feel ready, but um, I had to get out there and actually do it before I was, you know, so I could say I am doing this and it's only then that you learn to tweak and, and get better and adjust it and make it your own. Yeah. That's a perfect example. We're talking about showing up. We've been talking about taking action and boldness and courage, giving yourselves permission, all the things I love to talk about. So if you could turn back time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you thank her for? Mm, um, I would have to say that I would have to I, w- I would have to say that the biggest point of gratitude was continuing to push forward and to have resilience. And to um, that that eighteen year old 
she loved people and she continued to push through when not many people believed in her. And it created the momentum that took me through the next 20 years and then ultimately pushed me into this new season. And I would have to go back and say, thank you for um, always dreaming. Because at 18, I didn't know that those dreams could come true. But at 43, I did. And um, because that 18-year-old was able to um, continue to push forward and build resilience and um, be true to herself, it created in me my future self, the core values that I have today. And she was the beginning of that, of the foundation of my core values and my ability to step into what I've created. We have so much to thank our 18-year-old selves for. That is absolutely true. Love what you just said, Michelle. Thank you for your vulnerability. Yeah. You know, I think, thank you for that question. Thank you for that so much. I think every woman should sit down. And, um, you know, when I was looking at that, I haven't done it, but I thought I was inspired to just write a letter. (laughs) Oh, nice. My 18-year-old self. And I think that um, it's something to really consider of how it has brought, it brings each and every one of you to the place to where you are. Mm. Yes. And what is the one big takeaway that you want our listeners to take away today from our conversation? <sighs> yes, I, I think the biggest thing that the biggest takeaway for each and every woman is to not ignore the bigger you that's inside of you. To not allow the dream that you have, regardless of what that looks like, it's going to be look, it's going to look different for every woman. And my challenge is to not just accept life the way that it is, but to challenge yourself to take what's inside of you and become that person because it's there for a reason. And we all have a choice. We all have a choice to either play it small or to step out and be courageous. And the only difference in someone who has become who they want to become and someone who's still wishing is just that they have actually done what it takes to do it. They've taken the action. And those people who have succeeded in this, they have the fears, 
They have the limiting beliefs. They have everything that we all have, but they figured out how to tap into um, their bigger selves and to overcome those. And I think that we should all learn to fill in the gap from where we are to where we want to be. This has been like a master class in life. Thank you so much. Thank you. How can people find you on social media? How can they work with you? Mm, yeah. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for having me on here. Um, it, it is. I am absolutely passionate about uh, speaking to women and talking to them about this journey and how they can um, how they can embrace who they're truly meant to be and give themselves permission to do that. So I'm going to thank you for that. Um, anyone who wants to reach out to me, I use Facebook. That is my primary platform right now. And, um, and I just use my, my Facebook profile right now is where I'm active. And I love for people to uh, come and friend me and to DM me. I love to have conversations, private conversations uh, in the DMs. Uh, that's my best go-to because it's the easiest way that I can interact and get to know people. Um, I also have uh, an email uh, that I do connect with through my email. It's a coach at michellekennett.com. And I would just invite everyone, anyone who is ready to uh, just to have a conversation and what might their next step look like to reach out to me. Um, I'm very open to that. And I also have um, something that I'll be posting up on my profile coming up. Um, I have some classes that I will be doing, just some private Zoom classes that will be open for anyone to sign up. They're free. And uh, we're going to be talking about excellence and planning for the new year um, along with prayer. And I'm really excited to support women in that way. Um, and yeah, there's all uh, right now, um, beyond that, I do have one-on-one -on -one coaching that I offer, um, a program and, um, I talk about that on my profile as well. And so that's really the best way to connect with me. And I just love to spend time, hang out there and uh, get to know people. All right. Thank you so much. And I will have all that in the show notes. Okay. All right. Yes. Thank you again. Very good to be here. Thank you. All right, friends, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. I truly appreciate it. I have partnered with doTERRA Essential Oils, and just one of the many reasons I'm so excited is because it's in total alignment with the podcast and the topics that I am passionate about. Topics that encompass the human experience, self-care, stress management, resiliency, grief, and our emotional health. And I love, love their uncompromising commitment to purity and being a company with a conscience. I truly feel this is a beautiful fit with my mission to serve and support women in every season of their life, beginnings, endings, and the messy bits in between. I'm also doing this for my overall well-being and want to share my journey with you as I rediscover the benefits of essential oils. Contact me to get started on your journey. My email is cindy at cynthiamacmillan.com. Thank you.